What you drinking? What are you, what are you drinking today? Watermelon <laughs> aha. No, strawberry cucumber, buddy. Really good. Mm-hmm. I was I did the peach. No, no, no. Passion fruit pineapple aha, uh-huh. uh-huh, and I had high expectations, but it was just it was just normal. So I was like ready for it to change my life. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Maybe you shouldn't go into it with those expectations, I'll say. I, I mean, but say, you yeah. see it like that. It's, it was like a purple and gold can. I was like, am I at LSU game? You are a fan of the Why Tigers, would that lead to expectations of an extra yeah. delicious beverage being at an LSU game? Go Tigers. Mm. I said it with an X in case you didn't know. <laughs> I don't understand what you're talking about. Sure. Well, Louisiana State University, you know, <laughs> hollow institution of college athletics, welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Emilio Diaz. Today I'm joined by... Andy Germuga. <laughs> Colin Ashley. Number one, LSU Stan. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I doubt no, that I'm very not. much. <laughs> Colin's a booster, Colin. Colin yeah. is like, if, if, like, many of our listeners probably haven't seen Colin, so they don't know. He looks exactly like Adam Sandler in Waterboy. Mm-hmm. And returning champion. Wow. Jesse Catherine Weber. Woo! Yep. I'm back. Hi, Jesse. Uh, for today. Yep. <laughs> and you watch all the movies <laughs> that, we, that you have yeah, before. Yeah, you got, uh, got uh, another your thoughts, Jesse, to share with us? or uh... Uh, About the movie. Uh, I believe the only movie you have discussed that I have seen since I left is Barton Fink, and I saw sure. that many years ago. Sure. That's not true. You did stop making sense in American Utopia on that episode, yeah. uh, which I also haven't seen in a little while. Um, fair. Yes, but Jesse. But enough about back. movies. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. Who needs them? Well, the today this podcast kind of does. <laughs> if we, well, if we're, if we're hoping to sustain this today, <laughs> last week, as when we're recording and going to release this episode, the lineup for the 2022 Cannes Film Festival released the official some lineup. Of it. Some of it. Right. There might be yeah, some omissions, which we'll, we, yes, most of it is fair. We will get to whenever those are released. And then this week, Director's Fortnite lineup was announced. So yes. I have designed a little bit of a framework as to how we are going to discuss this lineup. And those are big questions. Yeah, I mean, I'm, before we get into those, just to be more clear about what we are and are not discussing um we are recording on tuesday the critics week lineup will be announced tomorrow on wednesday and my guess is that at least most of the rest of the official selection will then be announced on thursday uh so very possible that those are out by the time this episode is released one of them certainly will be but yeah. yeah. 
we'll touch what about probably the, the jury yeah. and the jury president have not yet been announced nope. also not i at that point that might wait until next week um they, yeah the, it seems like they're having some trouble with that yeah um, i mean have you talked about the reason why they may be having trouble with that no, I, I think that's... I think we vaguely discussed the news item which relates to this on one. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, we I, didn't get into it. We didn't get into it how it, as far as how it relates to can jury. Oh sure, I mean yeah. So what what is being referred to is that Variety reported that um, at one point uh, Ashkar Farhadi was in talks to be the president, right. and that. Uh, was scuffled due to yeah. allegations <laughs> of uh, plagiarism. plagiarism. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is in the middle of a lawsuit. Mm-hmm. There was reporting that he had been found guilty, but that f- reporting was right. Premature. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I think yeah. I think what did happen is I believe that there was a countersuit accusing the accuser of libel that yes, they were right. they were found non guilty of. Which yes. right. I believe that's right. Which essentially Seems... means like her claims have some level of merit if like right. you know, it hasn't been determined like how much necessarily. Yeah. Yes. Um uh, Yeah, and I think I think uh Elsa Kislasi who reported that asked Fromo about it when she was interviewing him about the lineup and he didn't confirm that but did confirm that Farhadi was supposed to be on the first proposed Spike Lee jury in 2020 and then wasn't able to do it last year uh, because he had a movie. Yeah. Which makes sense. So yeah. So, and then the other rumor has been Penelope Cruz yes, as who, the jury president. Yes, who uh, Kislasi also asked Fremo about, and he said that uh, they want her to do it at some point, but they can't work around the Ferrari shooting schedule this year. Yeah, sure. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I've heard, I've heard Nicole Kidman... Um, I had heard Cody Yard, but then the Deplachene movie that she was in got announced for competition. Uh, I think there was a rumor about Paul Thomas Anderson several days ago, which would be a good get for them, I think. It'd be, f- um, it'd be funny, I think. Yeah. It'd be fun. It would be a good get. It also would just strike. Yeah, that's an emergency get of just like we had other people in mind, and that this is a I person. I mean, any, who... <laughs> anyone is gonna strike as that at this point. <laughs> I think if it was Cruz, I think people would be like, "Oh, that might have been the thing." But like, yeah, I th- I think somebody like, I guess it's hard to describe, but I think somebody like PDA seems almost like too cool and like I mean, too like I, unrelated to anything happening right now so th- in the way sure that's... i mean i do think it is moderately likely that they end up with like some american actor or director who is not as aware of european film festival product uh politics and is not going to be offended by being asked this late um, like, Maybe. I can't imagine that they're gonna be like, hey, Juliette Binoche, do you want to be our fifth choice? Yeah. Listen. 
Will Smith has an open schedule. Uh, That'd be yeah. honestly so funny if they get Will Smith. <laughs> I mean, it would be very quick for him to come back. They should get Chris Rock, honestly. That would wow. be funny. <laughs> All right, look, we never talked about it, but it looks like we're, some of us are taking sides. <laughs> I mean, they... The, the one thing that they have announced this week is that they put out the poster, and uh, yes. which is from the Truman Show. They can get I Jim think it's Carey, a sick poster. It looks good. The Truman Show did not play it can. Sure, yeah. Right, yeah. but they might be doing like a weird retro- retrospective, right? Is like the, the implication oh, or something? I, I've not I heard don't that, think so. Maybe. I think they just yeah. liked how it looks. That is, yeah. that is my thing. Which is it's a bit fair. Like a it looks aesthetic great. Aesthetic Tumblr. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's certainly one perfect shot core. Right. Um, yeah. But yes. I mean, listen. Reading... Oh, sorry. I was going to say, Elvis is at Ken. Just get Tom Hanks to do it. Tom Hanks will shoot. That actually, that's probably a good idea. That'd be really funny. We get Austin Butler actually. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and also, yeah, they're doing a Tom Cruise tribute. They could get Tom Cruise too. They could get That'd Hanks really and funny. Cruise together. <laughs> Hanks and Cruise as co-presidents, I think, would be really that would good. be funny. <laughs> <laughs> they I should can't... have the jury be uh, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt, Jack Nicholson, Harrison Ford, Edward Norton, <laughs> and uh, I think there was one more guy. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Hanks, Hanks is the other guy, right? Oh God! I yeah, mean, but it's an out of retirement. <laughs> but imagine, right. if my, I'm having a fun time imagining Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks like presidents, and then the rest of the jury is just like European intellectuals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all like novelists, French yeah. novelists, yeah. Zizek. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Nicholson doing the crash thing, but he's like Armageddon time when he announces whatever wins the poll. <laughs> Too early, Ooh, just like Spike yeah. did. Hell, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I feel like now it is time to get to what the episode is about. So I yeah. have. Let's Usually say when we do these episodes, you, we read a f- the full lineup. <laughs> yeah, which we aren't gonna do this time. Right? Yeah, yes. you can do in, that. Yes, in order. Yeah. And we we'll encourage you to do so. Yeah. We yeah. Include, mm-hmm. We'll include links. Yeah. In order both to be a little more engaging, but also not to just, like, come up to some movie and shit on it based on not knowing anything <laughs> about it. Sure. We have instead decided to take a framework which allows us to speak to what we are interested about in this lineup, which means I'm going to ask eight or nine questions to my co-host. <laughs> about the lineup and i'm gonna see we're all gonna mm-hmm. answer them and see what's happening sure mm-hmm. definitely have given a lot of thought to each of these questions mm-hmm. so the fr- yeah, i'm proud of my answers the yeah, first I'm question good. biggest surprise inclusion so to be yes. clear this is what is the most surprising thing that is here we will get In to the competition mo- yeah we is will get to what's missing later sort of no I, of anything oh. in the official selection. Oh, in the official selection. So not director's wow. Fortnite. Anything in the official selection anything. or director's Fortnite. Great. Anything okay. movie that's so playing. Maybe, <laughs> I just maybe, did competition. Maybe so. we can just do my segment now then. Because the most surprising thing to see is the uh, movie that Owen Klein uh, shot five years ago. Uh, mm-hmm. Owen Klein, of course, being... Uh, 
the younger brother, Kevin. yeah, son of Kevin, uh, brother of Frankie Cosmos, uh, younger brother in the Squid and the Whale. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So they both got movies now, uh, which it right. sounds like the Eisenberg is going to be in Critics Week. Uh, the one that played Sundance? Yep. Happens every once in a while. Sure. Maybe the uh, Europeans will like... very upset face. Maybe the Europeans <laughs> will like that one. I mean, I've only heard that movie is shitty. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, it does seem like aimed for the Europeans. Yeah, right? I mean, like... you know, I I think the movies it happens to are often not good. I believe Wind River was in uncertain regard several years ago. Sure. Uh, sometimes it's good ones, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Jesse's been hyping up this movie. Yeah, and well, I don't the way know, that we're gonna react I, I to the cast. Right. So okay. So I mean, I'm not overhyping the way you're gonna react to the cast. So <laughs> as often happens on IMDb, there's like I don't, I don't know what order it's in. There's like a cast section and an other right. cast section. The cast yeah. the cast section is only three people. Mm-hmm. Uh. Daniel Zogadri, who's like a kid, uh, he was okay. in eighth grade. Uh, Matthew sure. Mayer. Wow. Okay. The uh, Oregon, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. If wow. I say a name who sounds familiar to you, Andy, it's that person. Trust me. Yeah. Uh, and I then mean... Miles Emanuel, who I think just must just be like one of his friends. Uh, I wasn't sure. able to find much about him. But then the other cast section. <laughs> Josh Pice, Fred Heckinger, Stephen Adley Gerges, Maria Dizia, Andy Milanakis, Kevin wow. Com Oh Brown. no! <laughs> Wait, who was the last one? Kevin Com Brown. Wow! <laughs> From Thirty Rock. Yep. Wow. That's funny. Fred uh, Heckinger from uh, Woman in the Window and White Lotus. Let them all talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, yeah. uh, yeah. shot five like... years ago. Yeah, shot five years. ago. So they're ago. gonna be like real young. That's yeah. Uh huh. Um, cinematography by Sean Price Williams, produced by Ooh. the Softy Brothers. Okay. Um, I don't know Wait, what's said, been is happening. This an Alara? It... Yep, it's Nolara. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and, and it this sounds is your like surprise. Uh, and it what was that? This was your biggest surprise in Yeah, <laughs> I just, like, was aware that this movie existed, but assumed that, like, someone flushed it down a toilet at some yeah. point. Yeah. I feel uh, like I knew about it, like, it being shot five years ago. I feel like I remember, like, on one of these people's IMDb's probably rolling across and being like, right. oh, that's like the Squid and the Whale Kid made a movie. That's yeah, weird. I think that maybe happened, or I think it also would, like, be on people's Sundance prediction sometimes sure, sure. over the last five years. It sounds like at some point A24 maybe also got involved. Uh, though they are not on IMDb. The production companies on IMDb are, of course, Alara Pictures and Scott Rudin Productions. Okay. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh, oh. There's a surprise! <laughs> More like a jump scare. <laughs> Uh, uh, Andy, do you have yours? Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I, that was going to be my question as well, is sure. do other people have answers? Sure, I had, like, two answers. Sure. I don't know if I should say both or... Do you say, me to say both, mine, Andy. and then if it's one of yours, you won't say it? 
so yeah, I'll 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 say the one that I picked that wasn't in competition because it sounds like other people avoid sure. competition. Sure. Which is uh, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis Trouble in Mind uh, and Ethan Cohen yeah. picture, sure, right? that's also, uh, which that's uh, exists. Well. So um, this is funny. People were talking about it as if it was a Jerry Lewis documentary, <laughs> sure. but it is a Jerry Lee Lewis documentary. Yes, which is, which is better, I guess, given the current climate around. Jerry Lewis. <laughs> um, sure. I feel like there's a similar climate around Jerry Lee Lewis. Probably you know? true. Didn't he like marry his cousin? Yeah, or I think so. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah, Ethan Cohen, not yeah. just content to make that uh, lesbian heist movie or whatever that we talked about. It's a, a lesbian weeks ago. road trip movie. Road trip I believe. movie. Excuse me. Yeah. Um. Uh. Is also has also made a documentary. Despite us, all of us thinking that he was the one who didn't want to make movies anymore, sure. he's already <laughs> lapping Joel. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's happening. It's happening uh, in what is it? It's in just uh, can premieres, I think. Um, uh, it is a special screening. Special screening. That's right. Um, so yeah, that is my my out of competition pick. And then yep. we'll, if if my competition pick doesn't get said, I'll I'll bring it up. Yeah. Sure. So mine was one that I feel like where people were talking about it earlier this year and there was even a bit of skepticism as to whether or not it would even be done this year. Um, yeah. Armageddon time. Oh, sure. <laughs> sure. Which I'm hyped for. New James Gray. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited about that one. Um, yeah, and I, I... I Have we had discussions or something where it was like, that seems like a fall festival play, if anything. Yeah. I mean, right. there were a couple things going be, yeah. on. There was... I think when I initially was predicting the lineup, I had him as a possibility mm. with the caveat that I think he had uh, said some things that suggested he did not premiere, enjoy premiering movies in Cannes, but like, <laughs> sure. uh, you know... Obviously, Odiard was back last year, so... And then the <laughs> other thing was that, like, shortly before the uh, competition was announced, I think there was some reporting that it wasn't going to be ready, uh, and then apparently that was wrong. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm hyped. What was yours that yeah. wasn't uh, that wasn't Cop Andy? Uh, I was going to just... Stars at Noon was also another one. Sure, was, sure. Like, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, I guess yes. within the last week or two, that started to seem like more of a possibility. It was, but yeah. like a few weeks ago, it was like that. There's no way that movie's going to be done yeah. for, Cam, uh -huh. and also yeah. the weird it, yeah. history. Yeah, it Cam, sounds so. like, yeah, and it was like even if she did get it done, which she did, it was like, well, would they take it? Because they have not taken one of her movies in competition right. since Chuck a lot. Um, right. Yeah. But and I guess this is like a good place to also bring up the like the female director conversation that like they, uh maybe i i mean yeah there's three i think three women directors there's in three women directors right now there um, are probably two slots to be filled and i think right. the expectation is that one of those slots will be filled by another woman uh, and maybe at the end we can talk about those couple of slots because i have some thoughts uh sure. but yeah, currently three, um, Claire Denis and Kelly Reichert, uh, who Reichert, even though she's never been at competition at Cannes, I think it just kind of seemed like it was lined up where this one made sense, and that turned out to be the case. Uh, and then Valeria Bruni Tedeschi, who falls in, I mean, 
yeah, she kind of falls into the, like, uh, French women who also, who often get programmed in competition and then get probably unfairly derisive, uh, uh, reactions. Uh, but, like, that's not to say that I have any reason to believe that her movies are good or bad. I haven't seen them. Um, sure. But yeah. Okay. Amelia, did you have one? I was gonna say stars mm-hmm. at noon. If I was gonna say one, that what makes. I'm just here to ask questions. I'm just here to point people in directions. Do not worry <laughs> about me. I mean, I can very quickly name a couple more that I don't think are gonna get mentioned. Um, the two names that I was like, who is that? Were um, Tariq Saleh. Uh, Boy from Heaven and Saeed Rustai, Layla's brothers. Um, Saeed Rustai, I looked him up and it's like, oh, that makes sense, even though he had not been at Cannes before. Uh, this is a third feature, and both of his other uh, features had done pretty well at the uh, Fajr Film Festival in Tehran, which I think is like one of the big film festivals in Iran. Uh, his previous film was also nominated for Best Foreign Language Feature at the Césars. Uh, and Tariq Saleh, of course, directed The Contractor, which was released about two year, uh, weeks ago in uh, American the Theater. The and... movie, yeah. Yeah. Really funny. Mm-hmm. Listen, sometimes you got to double up. Sometimes you got to hit people with the one, too. Yeah. Like Chris Pine. Yeah, everyone saw the contractor, so that's why everyone's so surprised. <laughs> They're like, he already another did another one? Whoa! It's like, uh... Yeah. I gotta say, I read... this. I don't know if this is maybe the second to go to, but I did read that Variety interview with... Uh... Mm-hmm. From O. A little weird, I would say. Yeah. Weird energy, I'd say, for, coming the... from some O. Yeah. <laughs> at the very yeah. end when she I mean, asked yeah. him but, uh, I Lynch, and the response is just Fremo smiles coyly and then the interview yeah. ends I meant right, just to say I, that yeah. in that interview I think he was like like big up big up being boy from heaven in it I feel mm-hmm. like that is a movie that sure. has been coming up in conversation so sure. I don't know maybe it's something to look up look forward yeah. to from What's the, the conjuring to palm door and <laughs> Three months. Uh, yeah. Next question. I, I guess <laughs> Jesse brought up Lynch. Best. Uh, I mean, surprise exclusion. Cullen's I mean, really that's what I had. Into, yeah. Say, talk about it, Cullen. Yeah. Go. 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 For well, it. I mean, look. Everyone. There was a Variety report <laughs> that mm-hmm. said uh, from someone who was on like the Cannes selection committee that there was going to be something from Lynch, and then there was people talking about. Uh, this Netflix project that might have fallen through, right? Uh, and it was going to be something secret he made with Laura Dern, yeah, with Staria, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he, right, which was, rev- which was going to be a TV series that like people were speculating whether it had like a Twin Peaks universe connection or not, right? Like, or there yeah, were like also... a lot of Twin Peaks people were alluding to being right. involved with it, uh, yeah. and like even like. A week ago, Majina Make was, like, posting Wisteria flowers on her Instagram story. Um, and the people, I mean, Mulholland Drive famously was prepared right. as a television show, and then he pivoted to making it a film. Yeah. So people were thinking that that could be the move, or yep. it could just be 
the first part of a television series the way he premiered the first two parts of The Return. Uh, and then in one of his weather reports, he said he doesn't have anything right. that can. And also in an interview with Josh Horowitz, he said he didn't have anything. Yeah. And then um, and then he's also he's like doing the interview rounds for the New Inland uh, Empire and yeah. Restoration. Yeah. So like mm-hmm. three or four other journalists asked him about. Yeah, it. Yeah, like Nick Newman also. I think Derek Nick Newman Francesca. did not ask him. About he didn't ask him it, about to his that. credit. Yeah. I believe. Sure, sure. Yeah, he like, only asked him about TM. Um, yeah. um, but uh, and in all but, yeah, of these, and he gave like very forceful denials of like, yeah, this was a rumor yeah. that got started. Mm-hmm. That there's something surprising at can, but it's not my movie or whatever. And then, right. well, yeah, because there was uh, someone I don't remember who said it, but they were like, a big American television director is going to have, or a big American director who's directed television. It was. Will have it something was. New. I think it specifically it was one of. A big American director who has directed some of my favorite movies and also mm-hmm. my favorite television show. Yeah. And yeah, this, uh, yeah. Uh, it, I can just, got... yeah, it got, I can just say I still think there is a thing. I don't know if it was ever supposed to be at can or not at this point. Sure, yeah. I still would not be shocked if tomorrow they're like, guess what? We've got a David Lynch thing. Yeah. I also will not be surprised if we like don't hear about it for two years uh sure yeah but yeah this was i think a lot of people were like oh he's being tricky he's lying to us saying that it's not gonna be there i think he is being i mean yeah that it's not gonna be there he probably is yes he for sure has made something there it's just like too too many people have confirmed the working on a thing whether that ever comes out because he is a weirdo and maybe he doesn't release that that is like who who is to say that yeah. is not um, what I would say the uh, the unknown thing is. I would say, like, I feel like there's no denying that he did make something, but it was just or he has not made being part at can. of something. Sure, sure. Right. He's yes. been working on something. Um, and it not being there, I would say, was yeah. my biggest surprise exclusion. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, like, I was very... I very specifically saw someone say that he had made something that is feature-length. What that yeah. means, who knows? Uh, yeah, but, yeah. You know, it could be a feature-length pilot for a thing. It could be a Mulholland Drive. It could just be a movie. Who knows? Yeah. It could be some experimental, you know, thing that runs right, two hours sure. or whatever, right? Like, uh-huh. <laughs> Did I, uh, either of you have other exclusions? Yeah, uh, I have some other ones. I, uh... I say that, like, if this is another thing that, like, popped up, like, a week ago, and I was like, oh, that's interesting that I did see some people be like iris x is gonna be there and right yeah Uh, yeah i had heard that like right before the lineup came out of like he wasn't gonna be ready and then or he maybe didn't want to do can and then Fremo convinced him to do can that's another one where like if he is one of the two people who is announced soon i will not be surprised um, but yeah, it, because it sounded like part of the problem, at least, was that he wasn't sure if it was going to be ready. Um, but right. I don't know. We'll see. Um, I have a few. Um, yeah. I mean, Leia Mesius eventually was announced this morning for Director's Fortnite. Uh, uh, her movie, uh, stars Adele Exarpolos, um... Uh, but I had been for a, she was like, 
other than maybe Deplechen, she was the French director around who there had been the most buzz for the last month, and so I was kind of expecting her to be in competition. I wonder... There also were, like, weird rumors that, like, directors were sick of waiting to hear from Fromo about what he was gonna do, and were just like, fuck you, I'm gonna do Director's Fortnite, so that could, it could have been, I, like, I, I wonder if they were like, well, maybe we'll put you in competition, or maybe you can open on certain regard, because there's still slots there, uh, and she just ended up in Director's Fortnite, um, and then from Director's Fortnite, I was expecting to see, uh, Serge Bozone, uh, who, uh, he did a movie called Mrs. Hyde with Isabelle Huppert a few years ago, um, he has a new movie, Don Juan, with, uh, Virginia Fira and Tahar Rahim that is, like, being released in France during the festival, uh, and, like, he is too weird to be in competition, but I was surprised to not see him in Director's Fortnite, given that, like, he's kind of been a Locarno guy, but the release date seems to count that out. Uh, I wonder if, like, he shows up in Cannes Premiere, maybe. Uh, and then also, uh, Lav Diaz is someone who has been in Director's Fortnite, and apparently has, like, multiple movies ready and is just, like, struggling to get them into film festivals, uh, which is weird considering he has won major awards, uh, at both, I mean, he won the Golden Lion, uh, but also has won major awards at Berlin. Um, Andy, yeah, do, you have, do you have something? Sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was like, there were the ru- it was rumors that it was going to be there, Disappointment Boulevard. Uh, that were right. Rumors that, like, that four-hour cut is going to be right. playing at Cannes, and then that didn't happen, and then I was like, oh, I wonder if they're, do- we've talked about how there's like an A24 slot in Director's Fortnite, mm-hmm. so I was like, oh, it must be the A24 slot at Director's Fortnite, but right. no, no, that's going to be yeah. Alex Garland's men, apparently. Well, uh, no, there's uh, several getting... of, well, there's oh, several sorry. of them, because it sounds like Owen Klein is, um... A24, but then also, uh, the Sila Davis, uh, Anna Rose Homer film is A24. Uh, they did the Fitz several years ago, which was it, uh, Venice and Telluride, uh, Venice and Sundance, which I thought was quite good. Uh, this new movie is, uh, has Paul Meskel and Emily Watson. Yeah. So I guess so, the wonder about yeah. about disappointment will right now becomes like, are they fighting over how long it can be? Like, is that sure. like what's going yeah. on? I or... also was expecting that until like Buzz seemed to maybe be falling off about it in the few days leading up. Uh, and yeah, I don't know what happened there. I guess I can say on the record that I did tell you all that uh, if if it is released in a cut, did I say longer than three hours? I think I, I said it had said. to be longer than three hours for me to see it. Sure. Uh, so. Jesse famously I'll just get loves that long on the things. Record. Love long things. Hate Ari Aster. Uh, so. Collision course. We'll see what wins. Yep. Immovable object meets unstoppable force. Uh huh. I guess we kind of got into this in this previous question, but what movie? What movie is playing the wrong section? Um. Here's what um, I'll say. 
Sure. They they don't have enough French movies and they don't have enough female films in competition. Yeah. And then Mia Mia Hansen Love is in director's Fortnite. Like what's yes. happening there? I so I was so yeah. Mia Hansen Love is one of the people I was going to bring up here. I am not surprised to see her not in competition because uh, it is rare to be in competition two years in a row and like. Bergman Island was also her first movie that was in Cannes competition and was not received poorly, but was also not received exceptionally well, I don't think. Um, But, like, yeah, given that there are not enough women in competition, given that one of those... There are three French directors right now, there will be a fourth eventually... Uh, I like maybe Patricia Mazoy or Emmanuel Moret or Christophe Honore. Um, but given that, I think it is very likely that, like, in a year we'll be like, it's weird that Bergman Island was in competition and One Fine Morning wasn't. Um, yeah, I also, like, as I was saying about Valeria Bruni Tedeschi, just, like, it feels like there are often, not to, like, say the opposite thing, and again, I don't want to, like, criticize one of the three front women in competition, but, like, it feels like often some of those French slots just kind of go to putting women filmmakers in direction, in competition, um... And they just often, who, like, are kind of, like, popular French figures, but are not really respected directors. And I just wonder if that, like, doesn't serve those movies well. Like, I think about, um, Ava Husson had a movie, Girls of the Sun, in, I think, like, 2018, that got, like, trashed in competition. Uh, and then she did Mothering Sunday last year, which was in Cannes premiere, and that, you know, didn't get, like, a huge reception, and, like, part of the reason that's playing in the U.S. is obviously that it's in English, but it did feel like it was received a lot better in Cannes premiere than her last movie that had been in competition was, and that that movie that was in competition was received much more harshly than her previous movies. So, and, like, I think Valeria Bruni Tedeschi's last movie was in Cannes competition and was received very, very poorly. So, uh, and then also, like, I do wonder if, like, I feel like people now are like, why didn't they just put Mad Max Fury Road in competition? And so I do wonder if people will just say the same thing about 3,000 Years of Longing, and it is interesting that they did the same thing again and put it out of competition. Yeah, I, that's one I was. Yeah, I was. I was surprised to see sort of out of competition. I guess mm-hmm. I think you maybe speculated that they were like looking at Tilda for the jury. Maybe yes, I I yeah, that's possible. Yes. So like maybe that, that will sense. still happen. Who knows? Maybe but, um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it does seem puzzling considering how well received it. How and how this movie does seem like a like a good play for can like a good good for the yeah. audience because uh, it's, it's yeah. smaller and a little weirder, right? And um, yeah. Yeah, that that was one, and then I'm also like the other one that I was like looking at was like it's a little surprising that Elvis is out of competition considering Baz has been in competition. Um, before. I guess there. I don't think Gatsby opened the festival out of competition. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. He's 
yeah he's just gone in, he's just gone in that direction i guess where yeah like, he's not quite. yes um <laughs> and also i've seen the trailer and it looks bad so i guess it makes sense yep Shush. <laughs> you know it looks so sick i watch that trailer all the time mm-hmm. you just hype for it freaking love everlasting whatever that song his song is called uh, Unchained <laughs> Melody, Unchained Melody, or whatever. You're. At, I mean, that song's good, but I mean, Elvis. the trailer's also sick. I love Baz too. You're an Elvis fan. You just love friggin' Pompadour. I like Johnny Bravo. There is a difference. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think now we'll. I think we'll move into questions that are maybe a little more speculative about how some of these sure. movies might be received. The first question I have here is, what's a good movie that will get lost in the shuffle at Cannes? I think this is a classic Cannes thing in like my experience mm-hmm. looking at it from the outside of just some movie that is good, but nobody at Cannes will talk about because there's a lot of bigger, more exciting stuff winning prizes. And then like a year and a half, it comes out and people are just like, this movie was good. Why didn't anybody talk about it? Like France. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure. I mean, that's... Franz was not lost in the shuffle. Franz sure, was just got hated. the hit put out. Yeah. <laughs> Franz was... saw for it for what it was, which is a terrible... Or Bergman movie. Island. <laughs> well, uh... that's... That, yeah. Yes. Yeah. My, yeah. So, yeah, my answer for this is the Mia Hansen love, I think. Just because, like, it's in director's Fortnite, not in the competition. Uh, I feel like... The fact that there are currently only three female directors in the competition means any female directed film in competition won't get this treatment, maybe. But, like, it does seem like maybe a candidate, like, it'll just sort of, like, it won't really get a chance to make a splash because it's sort of in that separate section. And it is, um, I don't know. And, I, and it's happened to her before, I guess. Is my, sure. Is my thinking yeah. There. Yeah. I, my thinking is more the opposite, where I think it being there i think will drive people to just i to, think to, so. to have the thought like, of be like this movie's in director's fortnite when it's better than half of the right. movies in competition yes and i yet. agree and also like i i haven't said like yet like director's fortnite this year uh feels very strong and i think we'll have a lot of eyes on it uh, especially given that, like, I think last year was harder for the sidebars because there were, like, five extra movies in competition. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's not going to happen this year. Yeah, I, I, will, um, I will just say that yeah. basically what we're picking for this year is what is this year's Lingui, the Sacred Bonds. A movie that, <laughs> all of a sudden, people I see people on the timeline being like, that movie's good, and that movie played can last year, and I had no idea. Or, like, compartment number six a little bit, (laughs) where everyone's like, this one actually goes hard. Uh, I don't think that's true about compartment number six. I feel like, I feel as if compartment number six got a uh, warmer reception at Cannes than it has stateside. Um, And maybe once. Lingui, I think... That makes yes, some sense. Grand um, I don't know what that movie is that you ling- like. I have not heard anyone say anything <laughs> about it even now. Like I don't know what you're talking about. It did not get a lot of buzz in the U.S. either. Uh, it it was a movie release that I'm not sure if it's release. on I the recently platform yet. Read a uh, previous guest Bill Gabiri review right. on it where he, he was very effusive about. Loving. I mean, yes. that's who I also saw raving compartment yeah. number six. <laughs> okay, sure. So the question is really, what can movie that no one talks about will Bilga like? Yeah. 
We'll um, see a vulture right up in a year. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I, I am... Go ahead. No, I have two. I was two. thinking maybe uh, the new Munju, RMN. That's interesting. Because even though he won the palm for two weeks, um, I feel like this one is a little more... Uh, I haven't seen... His, I, I, there was other any of his other movies, but this one feels a little more like uh, it's like about a, the history of Romania. The that uh, I have seen a logline saying it's about like uh, migration uh, and issues around that. Sure. Well, then my other pick was uh, the aforementioned God's creatures, Anna Rolls Homer, because I feel like oh, sure. the fits I, I've seen. I think it's great. Um, yeah. And I feel like this one, even though it does have the sort of a24 stamp on it uh it might get lost uh it might just be underrated like uh, the fitzes i think that's entirely possible especially given that i as i had been saying i had noticed that in prior years there had been exactly one a24 movie sure. in director's fortnite this year there are either two or three it looks like uh so that's a different dynamic I could see a world in which, like, as excited as I am and many people are about seeing Kelly Reichert in competition, it plays, and people are just like, oh yeah, it's low-key and good, and then it comes to the United States and people are like, oh no, this is like the third best movie of the year, what are you talking about? Why was no one talking about this at Cannes? Um, And especially it being, like, a comedy. Right, yeah. Very intriguing. Yeah. Did you have one, Andy? He, I, he I have that, a that, Love. Me and Love. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I mean, the Riker... Yeah, I just... I am skeptical because there's so few women directors. I feel like the women directors in competition are going to get, like, a good hearing. Um, I, I mean, That's... I don't think people will go see the Valeria Bruni Tedeschi movie. Sure. Um... This is but people uh, will this certainly is like, see the Denise Riker. This is like a pivot for me as a person who has vaguely talked shit about these people before. But I'm gonna say Tori and Lakita, the John Pierre, <laughs> Luke Dardan movie. <laughs> Maybe they hit this time. They, I guess nah, that's the opposite. That, that's the opposite. Or, yeah. What if they reverse wash though this time, where they don't get praise <laughs> at Cannes, but the movie's actually it's good? Actually good. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, didn't that? Didn't they try to make that happen with their last one? What was it? Young Ahmed? I, I mean, Young Ahmed, like, there was a rumor that, like, the jury was very close to giving Young Ahmed the Palme d'Or instead of Parasite. <laughs> which I don't what know a, how that's true like, that true. is. <laughs> Sliding doors. It did win. Door, yeah. <laughs> it won either the Grand Jury Prize or Best Director. I forget which one. That's like, one. what world do we live in if Emma Roberts is the Ashley Benson role in Spring Breakers? <laughs> What are you talking what? about? There, there is a picture going around. <laughs> I, where they that did doesn't change the world in any way. It I don't think it changes <laughs> everything. <laughs> you have no idea, truly. What's the next question? The next question is: Who slash what will get the longest standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival? I think either three thousand years of longing. Mm. Uh, or Broker, the new Hirokazu Koreeda. Mm. Sure. That's, that's uh, interesting, yeah. My my guess is Tchaikovsky's wife. 
Okay, uh, <laughs> that is very a uh, bold guess. I well, have no, it's okay, the yeah. rush. It's a Russian movie, right? And like they made a whole thing about like it's the it's a Russian movie in comp or whatever. I think the political situation with Ukraine, political stuff is going to factor into that. I think. Well, so there's more, which is that uh, I was just saying about Mia Hansen Love that it is weird to have it is uncommon to have a movie in competition two years in a row. Andy, of course, you remember very well last year's competition title, Petrov's Flu, directed by Kirill Serebrennikov. Um, And I think the reason why he was able to buck that trend uh, is that not only does he have the situation of being a Russian filmmaker, he had not, he, both for Petrov's Flu and in 2018, uh, when he had Leto in competition, he was not able to attend the festival because he uh, was in trouble with the Russian government. Right. And he has now escaped Russia. Yeah. Uh, oh. And is, I believe, yeah. in Berlin. So he will be able to be at the festival, which yeah. probably makes that a good answer. Right. I think, yeah, there's, yeah. Jesse, did you have one? Yeah, I mean, I'll maybe use... I, I don't really have a great handle on, like, what the pattern of the super long <laughs> standing ovations is. Um, I'll take this as an opportunity maybe just to, like, point out the two uh, big sort of upgrades from a certain regard who are... Uh, Lucas Daunt, who I heard very, very bad things about his well, first yeah, he'll movie. He'll come up later, I'm sure. Uh, maybe, but, like, maybe this one's more in his wheelhouse, and I feel like, given the initial reception of Girl, I would not be surprised to see this well-received. Uh, similar, and then also um, Ali Abbasi, who directed Border, which was well-received and continued mm-hmm. to be well-received after the festival, that even was kind of one of the ones where, like, I don't feel like I heard about it a ton at Cannes. Right. Uh, and then my, later uh, did well. My uh, uh, pushback... Spider is his new movie. My pushback to the Abbasi is, have you read the logline for that movie? I, yes, I have read the logline to the Abbasi. We will see. That seems like it might it's, get re- received extremely poorly. Is Possibly. Well. It sounds like it's, like based on a true story and is like i heard it's like more of like a uh like a true crime thing almost which might not sure. be better but yeah a- andy uh, or colin have you read the log line should i say it no i've I'm read not. the log line I, we should say it for our listeners yes maybe, holy spider Ali point, yes we follow family man side as he em- embarks on his own religious quest to quote cleanse the holy iranian city of Mashad of immortal and corrupt street prostitutes. After murdering several women, he grows ever more desperate about the lack of public interest in his divine mission. So coming in strong to competition. Yeah, so this is, I believe it's, it, not only is it based on real events, it sounds like there have been other movies made based on the events that this are based on, so sure. I don't yeah. know. And it's we'll like see. that is uh, no, that is no comment on there's no comment on my part from its quality. People like Border. I I would be intrigued to see this movie. I like am sort of excited for it. But I think like just like a can like premiere audience is not the sure. pe- or no right. the people I would Quite trust possibly. to he, receive something that's a little yeah. tetchy. 
I also, thinking... though, if it does turn out to be bad, I would not trust a can audience to realize that it's bad. Sure. Which is maybe an unfair double standard. I think it's more likely I... that it's bad and they don't realize it's bad than it's good and they're like, I don't know about this. The other thing I'm thinking about as we're having this conversation, right, as I believe, I think it was Kyle Buchanan did, like, a article or thread or something mm-hmm. about the how the applause happens at Cannes, and uh-huh. something that I'm considering is, like, oh, what's what are, what, are, what are these movies are going to have a big cast that a lot of them are there? Because, like, one of the sure. ways they juice the applause and the, and the uh, ovations is they, like, are, like, okay, now it's, like, this guy's turn, and now it's this person's turn or whatever, mm-hmm. and the camera, like, sure. zooms in all the way down the uh-huh. line. So I wonder if Armageddon time would be a That's exactly that, what I was... has got a big cast and a lot as of As soon as you said that, famous. I was, yeah. like, ooh, are we going to get our... Is, are, is the press going to get their moment to apologize to Jeremy Strong for the reactions <laughs> to the New York Times piece? With yes. a big standing ovation. Yeah. So see, my thought, New York Times, my thought New of York something Times. like that happening would be the "we're we're glad you're back" applause for Cronenberg at Crimes of the Future. Sure. I know that, yeah, and, yeah, but that one... and I know that Crimes of the Future has what I said about the Abbasi, where it's just like it's probably gonna be it like a be... gross, touchy movie. So be, they I, might I not... think it sounds like it's like really, really gross, uh, and it looks really, really gross. But yeah, maybe. But I feel like they, I don't know, I feel like some, that I feel like, I feel more comfortable saying that a can audience would extend more of a grace to Cronenberg sure. than they would the Abbasi, who they basically know nothing about at this point. Yeah. And they would, ju- mm-hmm. and they would clap for him just out of, like, Cronenberg's back, he's got all these actresses and, like, actors we like in it, we're gonna applaud for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh... And yeah, yeah. I mean... The Corridor, he won the Palm last time. He was there. Um, Song yeah. Kang Ho, who was in Parasite. Right. He's like, it'll be a crowd pleaser. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about Broker, but we, that we can get yeah, to. Yeah, we'll get... I, I, I have some thoughts about that for a later question. Do we want well. to... Uh, I, I think from the list I have, the next one is Palm Dolly. Do we want to skip that and save that and Palm Door for the last two? That makes sense. Yeah. And we'll do Awards Darlings next. <laughs> yeah. What is if it? we're doing awards, if we're doing awards, darlings, next, then I can just say my thoughts on Broker, the Korea, yes. which is that it not only do now, I yeah. think, not only do I think that it is the most likely to like be an awards breakout. The specific thing that I wonder if it happens is that I wonder if like a movement forms around like it was a mistake to not nominate yeah. Song Kang Ho for Parasite. This is exactly what now. I'm... Yes, this is basically yeah. what I was also thinking about. Like, that was that was a whole narrative, like, uh-huh. we're, not narrat- we're not nominating any of the Parasite actors. People were like, is it because people don't know Korean actors? People were like, is it because it's an ensemble, so it's hard to categorize? Probably a combination of those things, right? Yeah. But, like, it seems like this would be a good... And, and uh, uh, Koreeda has done well with... Has, yeah. has made Academy and awards friendly movies before, so it definitely seems yes. like a strong candidate for that. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and also stars uh, Duna Bay, who's yeah somewhat familiar to American audiences as well, and like uh, a K-pop star, right? <laughs> I, think, I, don't... I think that might be right. It might. It's like it's weird. 
I'm at this point, I'm like, is Broker going to gross like $100 million? I, I am weirdly, like, not even... Really <laughs> bullish on Broker. Yeah, not even, like, on a quality standpoint. It's like, I, if right. like Coreda, whose movies I liked in the past, I assume, I think I will like it. But I just think if it just screams hit to me, I don't know why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... Yeah. Colin, do you uh, have any thoughts on it? This is where I weirdly have the Reichart... Mm. Uh, maybe which I feel like I could be misremembering I feel like she's been in screenplay a few times no no okay no. not at the Oscars she's like had like indie spirits faves and stuff sure 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 yeah sure. yeah yeah and people um, were like with first cow because it was in the hype. pandemic year, yeah people first were like, cow maybe is this like, can is break this in. the year and like yeah, the fact that it didn't m- maybe the fact that it didn't makes me think like she's gonna have to do something that's like bigger which like i don't know if she has any interest in doing that i do think if it's like an industry thing and like michelle williams yeah maybe or yeah i mean i think michelle williams could i i feel like she is in my head the front runner to win supporting actress for the spielberg Sure, yeah. yeah, it could be one of those, yeah. You know, yeah. a rising tide um, lifts all boats, you know? Sure. But yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, I like... That and yeah. I also, uh, yeah, I mean, that's basically all I had for that. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of options as of yet, I don't think. Uh, but Broker yeah. is one that makes a lot of sense. Broker, I mean, yeah, Broker also, yeah. Um, right. I guess, yeah. Unless you think it like it's finally Denise years, like like no, no I don't. No. I mean <laughs> Armageddon time. There's a world where that's right. like, Armageddon time could. That's yeah. definitely got like sure. a, it's gonna be one. But Gray is always similarly right. sort of out. Yeah, um, um, the Miller I could see doing like technicals because that yeah. seems like it's gonna be pretty bold. I could see a world where like Park is a little more accessible and gets into foreign language yeah. film. Um, but is it? Yeah. But the problem there is that the Korea is a Korean movie, and they would be That's boxing true. each other That's out. True. And, yeah. yeah, they might. Uh, yeah, it would be a burning situation all over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, stuff to say. It's like, and yeah. then I think the Irma Vet mini series will win. Oh. Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't expect that. Um... <laughs> really. You know, it's hard to think that'll be... Uh, it's HBO Max, right? I don't think it's going to be their priority. Isn't it H- I, say. I mean, isn't it, like, HBO I thought it was proper? FX. No, it's HBO. Oh, it might be HBO proper. Um, I think it's HBO proper. I don't know. They, uh, they, I mean, scenes from a marriage, like, didn't go anywhere. Obviously, sure. it's better than that, but, like... I mean, it could be, like... It's cooler. Because, yeah. Like, I mean, scenes, scenes from, from a marriage, marriage was like, not directed austere. by Ingmar Bergman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, I don't know how many people at the <laughs> Emmys care about the Asayas narrative, but uh, sure. uh, there could be, I mean, it could be just cool and, like, sexy. Yeah, it'll get yeah. the Carmichael buzz. He's in it, right? We Oh, we, you haven't uh, yeah. gotten to talk about On the Count of Three is getting released, finally. That's right! Annapurna! <laughs> yeah, we see you, Annapurna! Finally. Thank you for waking up! <laughs> yeah, we see you! <laughs> <laughs> he's like, go off, Megan Ellison! <laughs> she ate! <laughs> uh, I thought you were... I thought you were being like... 
like uh, Annapurna is being like, you just give me five more minutes. I just need more sleep. I'll, I'll be there in a <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you couldn't mm-hmm. hold on to it forever. Yep. Yeah. But it's yeah. Com- it's, it's coming, coming out, out May, finally right? Be- I yeah, believe May month. is right. It's finally being freed. Recommend from Andy. Check it out. Yeah, I yeah. I think it's very. It's interesting at the very least. Yeah, um, I'm excited um, to finally see it. I'm yeah. also excited to see it. Rothschild. Everybody's talking about Rothschild. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then we move on to the next question, which is worst. What will be the worst movie in competition? I'm not gonna open this one okay. up to the rest of sure. the, the official selected. This is. This is where I have. This is the flag they award. Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lucas Don't, whose last movie seemed sure. like a, a big misfire, mm-hmm. feels like he might be um, a bit of a bozo. Maybe, but like, I also think it's entirely possible that like that was not that I give him any slack for this, but that that was like a well-intentioned misfire, and that this sure. is more in his wheelhouse, right? Um. Uh, but yeah, that's possible. Um, yeah. I had a I, couple... I was gonna say, like, this is, like, the toughest one for me to pick, because I'm sure it is one of the ones from, like, the... one of these directors who I don't really have a familiarity with, who, like, yeah. whatever. So, but I just, like, and I, not that I've seen any of the movies or whatever, but I just said the Darden because of the way that other people have talked about Can you about believe that I considered almost saying that also to just contradict <laughs> to have it on either right, side? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. Sure. I guess the I mean, Dark this is also... I didn't even really think about in this context because I was like, I can't even imagine seeing that. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, the, that's the thing. thing. Like, I, I don't know. Right. The like, worst movie is something we I didn't don't see, see Flag Day. Like... Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, the one that it is most likely that I see it and it bugs me is certainly the Ostland. Yeah, I was um, about to say Triangle Sadness. But that could be a thing also where it's like. It's going to be great. It could be, it could be sick. <laughs> or, or it, it could just, just be, be annoying so, and stupid. Or it could be, like, so stupid that I'm like, nah, this one's fun. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's I considered like, it. Um, it's like one of those things where I think even in the world where I really don't like that movie, it I, I in my mind it's not like a flag they thing where everybody's just like, Oh, that's a piece of shit. Why would anybody ever watch that? Like yeah. I think I think Austin just has a like a baseline level of like people willing to give them leeway for do, to do certain sure. things in certain yeah. directions that people will assume that there is something going on even if there's not. Yeah, um, I I said Ostland less as a this is the most likely to be considered the worst movie in competition yeah. and more as a this is by far the most likely to make me mad. Um, yeah, yeah. The two that I could see people rallying around is like, what the fuck is this doing in competition are um, Mario Martone, who is an Italian director who, like, is in Venice competition a lot, and just no one ever sees those movies from the United States, and I don't think they're supposed to be bad, but no one seems to particularly like them. Um, and then uh, one of the other old guys, Jerley Skol- Jersey Skolomowski's, um, Ew. uh 
Ahazard Balthazar remake, uh, which yeah. I can see being like, uh, Fremo is just like, oh yeah, this is an old, very respected director. We'll just put him in competition because maybe it's his last movie, and I can see people being like, this sucks. Yeah. Um, I don't think people will be uh, giving a lot of leeway to Jersey Skolomowski <laughs> for his Ohazard Balthazar remake. Yeah. Do you. What everyone's like, EO fucking slaps. <laughs> he made that Maybe. movie and he made it better. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I guess I'll just throw my hot takey thing now. Of, uh-huh. I have serious Armageddon time concerns. But, uh... Interesting. Interesting. I know, I, I, yeah, I feel like I've heard you express this before. It's just like... The my childhood growing up in Trump country thing is just like mm-hmm. I feel like it's just like a thing. I'm, we might be overhyping the Trump country aspect of it. Maybe I but think I don't think it's just us. I think if it is, right. being well, yeah, but I think that's like because that's all we know about it. Is sure. there, there, I grew up at the same time. There is a log line for it that is about like that describes what the movie is about, and it like maybe that is like. I don't think there will be mentions of the Trumps in it, but it does feel oh, like... Oh, no. I I believe Jessica Chastain is playing a Trump. It's not a big role, like, she only shot for a day, but this was the role that was gonna be Kate Blanchett, and she dropped out. So, I, there is a Trump in the movie, I think. So what I hear is that it's a... Like, what I saw the logline is that it's about two kids, one of them's white and one of them black, and they hang out, and then one of the white kid gets in trouble and gets sent to, like, a fancy private school, and they have to deal with that sort of stuff. And it's just, I don't know, there's a world where maybe it's great. I like James Gray films, I have no reason to be doubtful of him, but Mm -hmm. something about the pitch of it has just seemed Mm -hmm. a little off to me the whole way. Who knows? We'll see. yeah. I don't think it would be received like, terribly. It, that might yeah. just be like a, it makes its way to America and people start being like, huh? But, uh... I also, uh, not to go back to Jeremy Strong, but I am concerned about, like, will he ever work in a movie? But I'd like to see it happen. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm on Team Strong and I'm on Team that movie. I feel like Without maybe giving him too much credit, that Gray is maybe too smart to <laughs> completely fuck that movie up. But who knows? We'll see. Sure. I th- yeah. It's like obviously he's like undeniable as a talent. I just feel like some- I, yeah. Sometimes I understand being wary. Sometimes you play a little. Sure. Sometimes you play a little too close to like. But I mean, I also usually like that sort of like Omar Khan movie. Like I'm hyped for the Spielberg. I'm hyped. For Armageddon time, I'm hard. I like the. I mean, famously, I was hyped for Belfast. That turned out bad, but I mean, James Gray's a better filmmaker than Kenneth Branagh. <laughs> well, let's not get too hasty here. Anyway, doubt yeah. the last. Let's do Palm Dolly. Palm Dolly. So I guess there are two final questions. One of them right. is what we think will win the Palm Dolly, and one of them is what we think will win or the Palm Dolly. Or what of these is most likely to win yes. the Palm Dolly? Yeah. So can what, I before we do this Palm just Dolly's open beyond? Uh, can I just movies? yeah? Can I just like shout out a few uh, uncertain regard things that we sure. haven't had a chance to talk about, just so that we talk about some of those movies. Um... Rodeo by Lola Quiverone is a first film that I was hearing a lot of buzz about. Um, the Silent Twins is Agnieszka 
Shmoshinska, uh, who did The Lore a few years ago that people liked and then did another movie that was in uncertain regard and no one really saw. Um, and then uh, Volod Godland uh, by the Icelandic filmmaker uh, Holmjörn Palmason. Uh, I've not seen any of his movies, but heard very good things about his last two movies, um, Winter Brothers and A White White Day. So I feel like that's one that uh, could maybe kind of like end up popping out of uncertain regard if I was going to pick one. I don't know. There's also the Riley Keough co-directed film. Maybe that's good. Yeah, <laughs> I'd certainly love that if it was great. Yeah, it'd be great if it's good. <laughs> My multi-talented uh... <laughs> queen. <laughs> but anyway, what movie do you think we as a collective will like the most playing can? I'll open this one up to outside of competition. Yeah, Obviously, the yeah. Palm Door oh, one will be uh, competition. Sure. I actually yeah, have sure. not reevaluated this right. since I have, I court think, I have oh, two Go ahead, Andy's. I, I do as well. Okay. Uh, I'll say both of my candidates, and then we'll see if they're shared. So I think yeah. there's two candidates. I For me, it's either the Rikert showing up or uh, Park Chan-wook's decision to leave, which we haven't Park really Chan talked about. Park Chan-wook sure. is my thought as well. He is who I have the easiest time seeing us as coalescing around. Right. Rikert, I feel like we have some anti not anti we have some people who are soft on Riker here i think um and like yeah there's other people who like many of us like but like i don't think andy's gonna give it to cronenberg i don't well, think see, the yeah, rest that's... of you are gonna want to give it to denis no. i'm not gonna give it to austin that's crazy <laughs> it seems too nasty sure i had that as a maybe just because i feel like that could be a strong arm situation where <laughs> Two to three of us ride hard for it, and one of us doesn't like it. I mean, but based on that trailer have... and what I have heard about it, it has gone from one of my most anticipated movies of the year to my most anticipated movie. Of I the mean, year. the trailer I'm looks so, so sick. It. it looks so um, good. I'm so excited. Um, yeah, I'm very hyped for it. Yeah. Uh, and then my other one, my alt. I mean, I, I thought about the Park Chan Wook. Um, mm hmm. And, uh, but I have Stars at Noon. I mean,. Maybe. The name month was a resounding success. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we all loved watching all of those movies. Yeah, I would Everyone love to showed see up that for every happen. episode. Um, <laughs> okay, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, if a Denis movie is good, I can see that happen. Yeah. I think... I'm not sure if that's the Denis movie from this year that that will be, but... Yeah, this one seems to be, like, wider in scope, maybe. Like, yes, I think so. Um... Joe Alwyn, a genius, to... as we all know. Yeah, as we all know. Mm -hmm. um, I could see us all getting on board with Mia Hansen Love. I don't know if it's likely, but it could happen. I mean, there's always some holdouts. You thought one thought it could have happened with uh, Bergman Island, uh, <laughs> and yeah. then that movie was one... just okay. So yep. no, uh -huh. <laughs> very good. But like, we didn't we all like father of my children i mean that's maybe. like one of my least favorites of hers but i think sure. she's only made good movies yeah um 
But like, I the don't know. One, I feel I like mean, if Miller... we had been going on when Things to Come came out, I don't know that it would have won. But I feel like that's. I don't know if we've all seen. I've it, seen I half like... of. I've, I've seen half of Things to Come, and I really don't like. <laughs> well, yeah, fair enough. On. Maybe she's never gonna get there for us. I mean, uh, yeah, the only one Amelia has liked is Bergman Island. I like Bergman Island. <laughs> sure, sure. Uh, I also... I, I mean, I also thought... I, I say this the all Miller, the time. Like, I like Eden. I think I just think Eden's like a gentleman six, and Cullen thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, so we're... No, <laughs> no. It's yeah. just... I, I know Andy doesn't really like the Mad Maxes, but... Right, the Miller's the, interesting because, like, I don't, like go crazy for really any of his movies like sure. witches of eastwick is the closest yeah. and this is like the closest movie he's made in that vein maybe since yeah he's yeah. so a like, bit magical that mystical. is like a promising sign for it but like yeah i would i mean i would love to be like oh finally he made like his greatest movie uh and it's this one sure yeah, yeah you would love that <laughs> that I would is a that. classic thing that andy would love to do <laughs> yeah um but yeah any others um, I'm gonna but... say I was gonna say Armageddon Time until Emilio. Right. I might like it. F- I might <laughs> like it. I'm I'm just approaching uh, oh, yeah. it with caution. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not trying to not be excited for it. It might be good. Uh, final I'll... answer: Since uh, Andy has already said uh, Park Chan-wook is uh, Owen Klein's funny pages. Yeah, <laughs> funny pages. Yeah. Of course, my other alt answer is Z, the Hasna Vicious movie that was gonna play Sundance. <laughs> yeah, the one cut of the dead remake. Go on, a, a movie I will confidently say nobody on this call will watch. That, no, will not, yeah, that will be the worst movie I've seen. That, that wins the uh, clearest skip award. Yeah. Here's my. I'm, uh, I'm gonna just throw one out there because I don't really have much of an idea for this except for the part Jane yeah. Wook. I'm gonna say Pietro Marcello gets on gets Andy on board this time. And wow. Scarlet and Scarlet's got Scarlet might also maybe it doesn't even come out this year. But uh She's passionate about singing and music, the log line. Yeah, that's so what I say. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's Andy's turn to understand the Martin Eden hype. Um, I have heard it said that there is a reason why Mario Martone is in competition and Pietro Marcello isn't. I don't think that means it's not good. I do think that probably means it's not an Andy movie. That's funny. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. And for the last question slash segment. What our our, our, our one of our oldest segments <laughs> predictions? What will win the Palm d'Or? Can... I am opening this to if there are more movies announced and it changes anybody's idea, they can change their prediction sure. before, it which can. may well happen because I think it's kind of right. A little, it feels like also, the jur- the who's on the jury bit. changes. Yeah, right. it's a little. We I was gonna say it. like if we, uh, any of us, if we knew the president, also, but yeah. also just like yeah, I, it, just like overall can stuff of just like that competition mm-hmm. lineup does seem a little thin. Uh, yeah. I can talk through my thought process now because I was like, this feels like not a lot of options because I'm like. I was saying earlier, like, Abbasi and Dant kind of feel like maybe they're the, if 
they like this movie feels for them like if it goes well it could maybe put them on a path to being someone who wins a palm d'or they don't feel like they're gonna win it for their first movie in competition especially right after titan and like none of the other people who don't have palms feel like they make sense, like, I don't think Cronenberg's gonna win, I don't think Park's gonna win, I don't think Reichert's gonna win, maybe Sarah Brennikov, though, uh, I do believe there is a clip from that movie released, uh, star, and, uh, one of the, and it was, uh, known already that one of the co-stars is a Russian rapper named Oxymoron with three X's, but I believe in the clip he was rapping. Um, I think he's playing not Tchaikovsky, but another composer who is friends with Tchaikovsky. So, maybe not that one. So then you're, there's four former Palme d'Or winners, um... It's too. It feels clearly too soon to give it to Osland or Corrieta again. If it's one of them, maybe Corrieta. Osland having a second Palme d'Or in five years would be ridiculous. It would be, riots in the it would be very yeah. fun. It would yeah, be the yeah. Joker. Yeah. It would be control. very fun, yeah. especially given that like Jerry President Pedro Almodovar has been very clear that he did not want the square to win. Um, so he wins one. Yeah. So he wins uh, one clean this time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he truly is, <laughs> I feel like there was a whole year of Almodovar giving interviews about how his favorite movie of the year was BPM. Sure. Um, but yeah, um, and so then it's, I can't imagine that they're gonna, maybe, I don't think they're gonna give the Dardens a third Palme d'Or, and so that leaves me with Moonju, and that's kind of where I land of, like, it sounds relevant it's been 15 years since he won one he feels like the type of guy who could win another one uh graduation his last movie even though it wasn't it wasn't poorly received but wasn't especially well received still won best director um if this is like a bit of a comeback not that he needs to have that i could see that that's the one that makes sense right now is like yeah that feels kind of like a winner andy yeah all right uh my thought is uh my pick is uh, armageddon time just because wow. it's been a while since an american film has won the palm and i think like i think based on like the log line and some of the conversations we got i think like the political stuff is going to be just enough to make it feel like really like relevant and of the moment, but like maybe not too overbearing to like be a turnoff mm-hmm. for people on the jury. Mm-hmm. And I just think it has like that right mix of like, it's going to be the one that like people can rally around. That's my thought. Maybe a uh, hat tip to friend of the show, uh, Kevin, who did yes. point out that the last time a movie it can featured a trump it was raved and then won nothing that of course being uh burning where donald trump appeared on a television mm-hmm. sure yes. you do forget that about burning colin do you have a guess mm-hmm. uh yeah my sort of basic guess is the park um mm-hmm. i feel like it could just it could just happen um yeah uh, yeah, I thought about him, and, like, I think he has won awards, but the fact that, like, The Handmaiden was as good as it is, and But, both... I mean, that was a hot year. Yeah, but 
it didn't uh, the good movies did not win awards sure, at that festival sure. um which maybe is part of the thing but like it also was like poorly received uh at the festival like not even like people weren't paying attention to it it was like a lot of people thought it was bad um that's crazy yep all of those three are good picks i'm gonna say What's it's yours? the dawn i think he went wow. okay I did see some like amateur odds setter odds makers place it as the favorite mm-hmm. to win the Palm d'Or. I mean, yeah, he won the Camera d'Or and the Queer Palm last time he was sure. there. Sure, this I I believe this is the odds from uh, Neil No Relation Young. Yes, <laughs> and it just seems like the type of thing that would happen. They sure. they clearly like him enough to upgrade him this early. Jesse was like. Is he gonna win his first time in competition? You know what did that Titan last year? I mean, that's exactly what I said. That I said I don't think it's going to happen right after Titan. But if there is a Titan, it is this. Though I don't think. Right. It I mean, and also like... if they're getting a jury president who's like not as into cans, that's stuff true. Because they're yeah, late, then like, maybe they're not going to be yeah. as cognizant of we can't do this twice in a row. Mm-hmm. Though that also means that if they do get a jury president like that, the rest of the jury might be more like sure. these are big European film industry people. Yeah, yeah I think if there is a Titan, it is this. Even though it sounds from what I've heard like this is a like very low key coming of age movie. Yeah, and I I just feel like I it just seems like they're positioning him as a golden boy, despite like the out the like outside of France reception to his last movie, like like mm-hmm. facing such backlash. It just seems like right they're positioning. I mean, him I think just... it was mostly American. He is Belgian, and I think just like generally in the U.S. Uh, in Europe, it was people thought it was fine yeah. or liked it. It just seems like they're positioning him as a golden boy and just being like, I don't, yeah. we don't care whatever issues people might have had with that last movie. We think he's great and we're positioning him here. So I just feel like they're just going to mm-hmm. go for it. And I think and that's also like, that is also my thought of just like, as you said, Jesse, there are other people, there are other movies here that I think seem like problem they were winners, but a lot of them are by people who have won before. And I just feel like that mm-hmm, would maybe yeah. be a bigger yeah. gap than picking somebody too new. Maybe, yeah, that's very possible. Like I uh, get, there have been a fair amount of repeat winners yeah. in the past ten years. I feel like, yeah, we had, but it's like it's specific- not that long ago. Uh, spe- specifically, I mean, this is just back to me, like being like brokers a hit. I would be like in a world where shoplifters doesn't happen. I'd be like brokers gonna win the Palm d'Or, but that yeah, was just like absolutely. so so near before right. that. It- yeah. 100 yeah. percent um i just feel like if they're gonna the get movies... a president that is like not that in just like can aware i feel like they would probably like if you're gonna throw like the things that you could throw against like palm door winners of just like they won too recently or they are ha- they're like too new i feel like too new is a thing they would let slide before they want to recently yeah, because i think they want to spread the wealth that's pros- that that may be right um yeah I think these are four good picks. Of the, like, people who feel like maybe they're... I don't really have a good idea of who the people in the running for those last two, maybe three slots. I am, like, what if Iris Axe is back? Um, that would be cool. We gotta uh, do Sax Month. We gotta. 
<laughs> Facts, man. Yeah, one episode yeah. per uh, week. I mean, one movie per episode. Sure. The facts. Uh, and I guess that's it. Any take? Any final takeaways? We didn't mention the Displacement, really. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I feel like that was... Uh, I'd been hearing for a while, like, this is maybe going to be kind of a comeback for him, even though I think as it is starting to be seen in the U.S. a little bit, yeah, uh, Deception kind of is the, uh, starting to... Overlooked. Yeah, Deception was, I guess, not served well by Cannes Premiere, though I don't know if it would have been served well by competition either. Uh, but, it, I mean, I think what it just meant was that instead of uh, people seeing it and not liked it, no one saw it, and the three people who did see it didn't like it. Um... But yeah, that, it was at uh, Rendezvous with French Cinema, and people were like, oh, no, this one's really good. Uh, so I don't know if it has U.S. distribution yet, but I'm curious to see it. That's the, uh, it's a Philip Roth adaptation with uh, Dennis Podalide and Lea Seydoux. Uh, I think um. maybe Emmanuel Baert as well. Uh, but this new one with uh, Marion Cotillard and Melville Poupeau. Uh, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, maybe he wins. That'd be funny. Yeah. That would be funny. He, it's just like, he's in a weird position of just like, he's in the it's neither here nor there camp of just like. Yeah, yeah, he's just like a guy who's been around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think if I were like putting together odds, I think he would be in my top five. That's bold. But, uh. Um. Any other movie here we maybe that any like we sort of barely talked about the Oslin, though I guess we've been talking about that movie for so long that it's just like Yeah. Right, yeah. We, yeah, I mean I, I think I said to Cullen on Twitter we were talking about it and I was like, I think it's gonna be bad, but I think Harrelson's gonna be doing something silly and that'll be worthwhile. And I think even though I don't like the square really at all, I uh think it'll be good. I think it'll be funny. Uh, yeah, Harris yeah. Dickinson, I think, is a guy who I've not seen in a bad movie yet. <laughs> That's true. Um, I also don't really care for Force Majeure, so it's hard for sure. me to yeah, see, I, like, I, yeah. really like. I should we watch Force Majeure because I I did love yeah. it when I saw it. But that I, was, I'm, I, I mean, might, yeah, I, I might be more on the key camp that Jesse mentioned earlier of just like maybe it hits the like annoying nexus so hard that i swing back around to liking it yeah maybe he maybe <laughs> ruben osland will have made his under the silver lake maybe mm. Listen, we can't get into that <laughs> we'll do a live tweet of it <laughs> <laughs> yeah ruben osland live twit yes um we didn't talk about any of the midnight screenings at all i don't think there's anything like that sure. um notable what no. are they um, um there's, uh, it's, one of them is co-directed by oh. one of the the park the uh, the um the Squid Game guys, right? Yes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Lee Lee Jung Jae uh, Hunt. Uh, Moon Age Daydream is a David Bowie documentary by uh, Brett Morgan, who did that. Co- He's done a bunch of stuff, and he did that Cobain documentary like five or six years ago oh, that I sure, thought was pretty yeah. good. Um, but also I saw it five or six years ago, and then the other one's Quentin Depew. Uh, who fun. had a movie at Berlin. Um, yeah. Check out my Quentin Depew tweet from like a week ago. Jesus. 
Um, yeah. Cousin of Pepe. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Do we want to do special presentations? <laughs> no. I want to say one more thing. Uh, sure, go ahead. Which is, I happened, I, I woke up in the middle of the night and happened to catch some of the press conference, like, that was part way through. And boy, that thing is just deadly to watch. It's awful. They have no <laughs> sense of, like, pacing. There's no... It's just Terry Fromeau with a piece of paper talking. There's nothing. Like, they don't put images up. They don't... There's no rhyme to or reason for fair, how long he talks about one the, thing versus the other thing. The difference between this and the uh, and uh, Venice and Berlin is that Venice and Berlin less consistently have a live translator, but they right. do consistently have a slideshow. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, it's gotten better. It used to be that Fromeau would talk for, like, 35 minutes before he would start saying the names of movies. Right. Uh, and um, he doesn't do that anymore. It's, like, Well, good, good on now. him, but, like, Jesus, get a producer and, like, figure out some... I just think yeah, they don't care. I truly think they, they just see it at the press conference where it's just, like, I'm gonna say what's happening yeah. and then the press are gonna ask me questions. That is what's gonna happen. Except yeah. he did not take questions this time. Well then you should maybe put a slideshow together. I don't know what to talk. Yeah, yeah. He, said, he said, do better next time and walked out. <laughs> you guys are the reason we had Trump. Wow. <laughs> the French press? That's Yeah, that's bold. <laughs> I mean, I, I think he's misplaced his, uh, his, his blame there. Uh, yeah, I don't agree thought. with him, uh, but he said it. <laughs> and he's like, I only thought French press was coffee. <laughs> Um, Irma Vep right. is gonna rule. I'm excited to watch yeah. it. I think so. I guess I should watch the original. I should also watch the, the original. The original is just so good. <laughs> uh, but uh, with that, do we move on to special presentations? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Does anyone have one that's sticking out? Um, I can go. I, so I have been revisiting a lot in over the last couple of weeks an album that i really love which is the cast recording for the women on the verge of a nervous breakdown musical um the um, amaldivar film yeah which i still have never seen i own the you should watch it's pretty good criterion i want to watch it yeah i i saw the musical on stage in its it was like a very famously hyped premiere production because it starred like like five of the best like Broadway leading ladies like working at the time. It was like Sherry Renee Scott, Patty Lapone, Laura Benanti, like all together in a movie or in a, in a musical Mary Beth Peel was it like a bunch of people. Uh, and the production was like, I think a little, it was not that warmly received. It was only nominated for score at the Tonys that year. I think, I don't think it got a lot of other nominations. It was, it was not seen as a successful pr- production. Uh, they did it in London with like a pared down orchestra, with like a ba- more of a band and less like like not less full orchestrations. And I think that version was better received, and they they like made some changes and stuff, so it was a little more well received. But I really love the cast recording of the Broadway production. I think it's so gorgeous. There's like so many really wonderful solo numbers. Uh, Island, which is a uh, Peppa's big number, uh, she has a line: uh, "An island for two can be paradise." but alone you're just shipwrecked and stranded that I think about all the time. Um, and then there's this other number that um, Patty Lapone's character sings called Invisible about how like she is, as she grew up, she became invisible to everyone around her because she was like an older woman and how she's using it as a superpower now that I think is like really tremendous. Um, so I've been, yeah, just revisiting that one. And I think it's so beautiful and lush and 
uh, just really underappreciated. So I really recommend checking it out. Whether or not you're familiar with the movie, uh, I would like to. I'm. I got. I got. I'm. I'm try, planning to try to make seeing the movie a priority soon. So, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, the original cast album. Great. Uh, I watched. Speaking of, I mean, we talked about him a little bit. I watched David Cronenberg's Crash recently, and it is like incredible. Uh, I feel like it. There's a scene in the movie, Not Fade Away, where James Gandolfini talks about uh, being at a treatment clinic or, like, a, like getting treatment for, I want to say, like, some some sort of skin cancer. Um, and that he fell in love, basically, with a woman there and, like, is telling his son that he's, like, I thought about, like, leaving your mother for a second. Um, and I kept thinking about that when watching Crash as, like, this movie that is weirdly about people who relate to each other over trauma and then also Elias Cotes gives like the best performance I've ever seen in that movie and fully like knocked my socks off and there's a monologue that he gives where he because he's like uh sort of like an ambulance chaser but also he puts on these staged car crashes like famous celebrity car crashes where they have stunt drivers do the real crash with no padding and he's setting up the James Dean crash and he's like rubbing the car as he's talking into this microphone and it's like the best scene in any movie I've ever seen and I was fully just like watching it because I was like Cronenberg I should watch more I've basically liked everything that I've seen of his and then this one I was like fully blown away and thought it was just incredible why is Cody is kind of underrated? Great in a thin red line. He's so he's so so good in Two Lovers. <laughs> he has like a, only a few scenes, but he is so good and just he's like one of those guys. He's great in uh, Zodiac. He's got like yeah, he's... just this magnetic presence mm-hmm. and like an indescribable voice. Like he's just one of my favorite yeah. guys. Um. Yeah, he's good. I was. I'm gonna plug. By on recommendation of a friend, I was told to like re-listen to this album because I would maybe been underrating it at the time, and I now have listened to it, and I do think it's better than I was giving it credit for. Though I still don't love it. And Colin's getting excited, but he should not be because it is father. It, it is father <laughs> of the bride by Vampire Weekend. Sure, sure. An album that I listened to at the time was like this is too long, and now I'm like, hey. I'll listen to all these good songs. They all make me feel good. So, Father of the Bride. Vampire mm-hmm. Weekend album. Yeah, uh, my reaction to that album at the time was, this is too long for an album where none of the songs are good. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, there's a few things that I've, I've not seen much recently. This, I mean, like, I saw Memoria again, and it's even better than I thought, and they should have put it out regularly so we could give yep. it the Palm Dolly. Um, uh, speaking of Cronenberg, I saw Maps to the Stars again. That's still great. Uh, but the one that I'll shout out is that I saw uh, Apollo 10 and a, ha- and a Half, the new Richard Linklater movie, which uh, Netflix just, like, dumped completely and is, like, On really, really good. Zero, I thought it was a joke. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's, no, it's like, great. It's uh, He's bringing back the rotoscoping, but to a very different end than Waking Life or Scanner Darkly. A lot of the movie is literally just uh, Jack Black, like, a Christmas story style uh, 
talking about what it was like to be a child in Austin in the 60s. Like, so, mm. literally, like, the plot starts, and there's, like, five minutes of plot, and then the kid is, and then, or Jack Black, as the older version of the kid, is like, but before we get to this, I've got to tell you what it was like to be a kid, and there's just, like, almost an hour of that, and it's great. Uh, and then the plot stuff's also fun. Um, I think the end is, ending is sweet, um... You know, I think the main reason behind the rotoscoping is, like, uh, no one was gonna give, uh, Richard Linklater the money to, uh, shoot a live-action moon landing. Um. Sure. But yeah, I think Maybe that's, like, really, really good. episode on that soon. <laughs> wow. Uh, great. Yeah, I, uh, it made me want to watch some more Linklater again. The Link? Always a good feeling. Um... Cullen, do the plugs. Yes. I mean, Jesse, you are technically a guest. Do you have anything no. you want to plug your socials? No, nope, nothing. Sure, sure. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, you can follow us, the podcast, on Twitter at Can I Kick It, on Letterboxd or Instagram at CIKIPod. You can email us any questions or comments at CanIKickItPod at gmail.com. And if you want to send us some money, you can do so at coffee.com slash can. And I'll say, we might need the money considering I'm co- very much considering spending a lot of money on something very stupid. Sure. <laughs> yeah. For right. the podcast, we, we should we say. Talk about that. Yeah. is uh, not like, I'm going to buy it. I, I, I just don't want to put that energy. I don't want to fully say what it is. I don't sure, want to put that, sure, uh, that right. energy in because no, it might not. just not yeah, happen. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it might. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, ko-fi.com/cannesi. If you want to follow me on Twitter or Letterbox, I'm at Clatchley, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y. Andy is uh, at Andy T Germ, A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M on your favorite social media platform. Emilio, I am I'm laugh alone on Twitter and I laugh alone on Letterbox. All right, and then with that. Our theme song is by Tree Related, who's on SoundCloud at Tree Related and Spotify at Tree Related. And uh, that's the end of the episode. We're releasing the audience. Bye. Bye. Bye.